Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Men have gotten away with baseline behavior and sex just being expected because that's what a marriage is. And, and now we're like, the, the, and now we're like, we have our own voice. This is our own body. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do. Drop like a hat. Drop like a hat. Drop like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey. We got a haircut. I chopped it off. Summer dew. Oh, Good for you. I, I love need it. To do that. Oh, it I'm feels like, so light and airy. I'm like, it was under there the whole time. It was like, you know, <laughs> carving marble. Like, look at that. That was under there. It's crazy. How's life? So good. Did you guys get the book I sent you? Yeah, I haven't read it yet, but we got it. Cool. I can't wait to read it. Oh my God. It's, it's so good.
Uh, did you do an <laughs> audio book? Tomorrow I'm recording it. Okay, oh, I that's need, fun. I need that on my walks. You know what I mean? That's right. what I'm getting into is audio. Okay. Tomorrow I'm going to be thinking of you when I talk it up. I'm so excited. Well, first of all, uh, Kelly Casperson, doctor extraordinaire. And I remember when you spoke to us way back when you unleashed such a conversation. And ever since, and I feel like more than ever, we're beginning to understand that there's so many factors in this whole sex world that we live in uh, as women and as moms that has never been talked about. And it's always been our problem. And it's been like the yes. woman's problem. It's a woman's the problem. The shame. The shame. The lack of so education just podcast. is the shame. I'm so happy to be back. It's been like a pandemic since I talked to you guys last. I know. Okay. I want to tell you two things of how this topic came up. Number one, we were talking amongst friends and the conversation came up about foreplay all day, which I feel like res you started foreplay all day when we talked way back when. Yeah. And two moms I was speaking to said, it, it hit me that we go all day and then at 10 o'clock you get a tap on the shoulder and it's like, I've got a boner, let's have sex. And you're not in the mood. Well, why would I be in the mood when I like... Well, I don't want to, I don't want to just have it stuck in, like, I don't stick it in me. So this notion of foreplay all day for those who are new listening, what does that mean? And why is that important to a woman? So important. And I, I want to back up one sec to be like, yeah, if please. you don't just feel like sticking something in at 10 PM because you're exhausted and your brain hasn't been turned on all day, like you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. Because so many people are like, well, he wants to, so I must be broken. It's yep. like, no, 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 no. First of all, take the shame and like all the judgment off of that. Of like, it's not how our bodies work. And it's, we just don't know that, right? We don't know that. So we don't give our, ourselves permission to like not feel shitty about it. But, Thank you. So, I wish men, I wish men would listen to this podcast. And unfortunately, women are the ones having these conversations when it should be men and right? women. The men who want to sleep with the women need to understand the women. Drop yeah, the mic. Put in Drop the, the mic, right? Kelly. Put in if, you don't want, don't, if you don't want to sleep with the women, don't care about how the women work. Fine. Yeah. I think we just got the title of this podcast. If you want to sleep with women, <laughs> then you need to put in the work. Listen to this podcast. Get to know women. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, so much of it's just lack of education. And I always come back to that. It's like, it's not our fault. We just didn't know. But like foreplay all day means like appreciating your partner, appreciating pleasure, appreciating your body, appreciating the good things your partner does. Like, it's just like little ways to like, keep your mind engaged of like, yeah, hey, you're not like, like fingering each other at no. the kitchen, like in the kitchen in the oh morning and like, you know, giving a quick hand job, you know, before. Yeah, no. Well, that, Kelly, like we, we, gotta... we judge, judge, judge our partner and ourselves and our bodies. Like we were just judging all day long. And then we're like, and now we're supposed to have sex with all that judgment. Right. Mm -hmm. it's like, what if we think about things in a, you know, a little bit of a different way all day long? Is that like, though, if I'm like, okay, so let's say we're trying to give someone advice about this foreplay all day. Do they, is it like that morning they know that they want to have sex. So they'd be extra kind, thoughtful and helpful that day. Or does it have to be every day? Man, they always say like, be the person you want to sleep with. Right. Wait, sorry. Hold be on. The person be you want to be the person you want. What does that mean? It's like if you're just like a jerk and short with them and like rude to yourself, and it's like, do you want to sleep with these? Do these people want to be sleeping with each other? 
right? My God, yes. And if you're in a bad mood, do I want to sleep with you when you're in a bad mood? You were, yeah, because you you turned me off at 3 p.m. with your mood and your negativity, and I'm supposed to just forget all of that? No. No. So how our brains work? We're not light switches, and we like demand ourselves to be light switches, and we're like, no, like the whole relationship is what we want to have sex with, right? Kelly, this, I feel like so many women are shaking their heads. Like, yes, like, like, you know, you almost feel offended as a woman when at 10 PM, they're like looking over at you after like you, the, 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 they haven't really even acknowledged you the whole night, right? Like they come home from work, they are on their phone, they do their thing. They're kind of in a mood. And then 10 o'clock, it's like, just like, so now what now? And you're kind of like, no, like, no, what? As a woman in a relationship with men, how do you, what do you do to bridge that? Like, how are the men going to understand this? What are we going to do to get this conversation through? Right. How are we going to help them as we help, always do? Help them See help it. us. Yes. Um, I mean, a part of it is just education, right? Like I listen to this podcast and it turns out like I really want to be desired all day long in order to increase my interest in sex. And when you don't acknowledge me at all, I really don't feel desired at all. So it's really hard for me at the end of the day. Just like explaining stuff like this. And notice how I didn't say, you should, you should, you should. Yeah. Like you can do it in a much different, like what I need to feel desire at 10 p.m. is to know like you're thinking about me and you want me and I'm, you know, I'm worthy. And like women want to be desired. And if they're not getting any of that and now they're like man sees boob, you know, insert object it's like what what am i just a you know i saw i heard this and i, I can say it on your podcast i had like a young 22 year old because they don't know any more than we do right and she's like i just feel like somebody's whole and yeah. it was like the saddest thing ever but i'm like dude i think that's a lot of lived people's experience yeah totally i, I don't I, I i think that and i also think that women are as we age and become more like mature before it's like we were able to sacrifice ourselves in a different way because we were kind of taught that and then as you grow and mature you begin to want more and I feel like men have gotten away with baseline behavior and sex just being expected because that's what a marriage is and now we're like now we're like we have our own voice this is our own body we don't have to do anything we don't want to do level up in the relationship so we're a partnership I'm not a woman who you're expected just to have sex with. And I feel like that's a conversation 100%. of a lot of women and men haven't necessarily gotten to that place where they see sex as not a right. It's not, a, it's yeah, not yeah. your right as a marriage. 100%. I think that a lot of them think that actually. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And there's this whole subset that I'm like, I'm super interested in because there's not a lot of research of like, it's not a hell no, but it's not a hell yes sex, right? It's just like, sexual script doing my thing going along until somebody's like i don't want this anymore it hasn't been a hell yes in a long time but like the other person doesn't know that right and again it's that lack of communication but it's like there's so many people that are just doing it because it's like till death do us part it was part of like what the priest said right you're like (laughs) no it's not but it really takes like communication and being like let's let's talk about i want to be sexual with you for years and years to come can we start talking about ways that it's going to work? 
right? And like problem solving again, instead of like you, you don't make me orgasm. You're always yes. in a hurry. You're out, like yes. that's like shut down station. So a lot of it's like learning to communicate and having your agency and having your boundaries. And it's like most again stereotyping. Most men want to have sex with somebody who it's like a hell yes for. And if it's mm. not a hell yes, they could be like, hey, how can we make it a hell yes? And like, it's their lack of education too. They don't know. Yeah, Kelly, that's true. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and, and ask you the, the question we're all yearning to ask a partner is no and doesn't want to talk about it. And you are in the space where you want to. We'll be right back. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, Therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nat. Okay, I think a lot of, like a lot of women, 
really want to be desired all day. Okay. Getting your husband or your partner or your spouse to go from, to understand, to, to change a mood, to change everything is very hard to change, to change a whole behavior all day to get to sex. That's a lot of self-awareness. That's a lot of self-reflection. Oh, for him. For him. Mm. So we as women understand what we need. How is this conversation happening? Because I know a lot of men in our audience, or a lot of our our audience's spouses aren't willing to really have that conversation of being, it's pretty self-evolved to be able to reflect and be like, huh, I'm going to work on myself at being a better person. So our sex life is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why sex is like the la- the final frontier of personal growth, right? Like there's so much awesomeness when you actually want to put in the work. But I, again, I like to tell people we can't make anybody else do anything. Right. So it's not like, how do we get our partner to blah, blah. It's like they, we can't make them do anything unless they want to. But I think the first step is helping them understand like, baby, I feel desired when you drink a cup of coffee with me in the morning. I I feel desired when you just let me know, like how much you see me contributing to this family. Right. It's like, what do we need? And like, how can we translate that instead of like, you need to do this eight hours today. It's like, no, you can't make anybody do anything really, but you can tell them what you need and be like, it's really important to me to feel desired in order to feel invested in a sexual relationship. And the way I feel desired is X, Y, and Z. So it's like, to, to, to the very first thing that we need to do is we need to sit with ourselves and say, you know, cause I think a lot of people haven't even sat and thought like, what would make me want to be a hell yes? What are the things? And you have to think about it. Like those little things that you just said, someone might not have even crossed their mind that that was important to them. So you kind of have to sit with yourself and say, what's that thing that we do together that makes me feel connected and intimate with you and therefore will maybe want me let you stick it in my hole later yes a hundred percent of like we just all humans just want to feel loved right like we all just want to feel loved and that we're contributing and all that stuff and it's like do we actually communicate that with our spouses often you know and like when you do it's amazing right of like and and show them right like honey i know you work so hard but i know that job really helps our family feel financially secure and i really appreciate that right like you're showing your desire for that person by saying that stuff and it's like so we just take it for granted but it's like these simple things and it's that connection that's what the where the intimacy is and and if if um let's just say the person who you're sleeping with you uh, they they were what you needed to be desired, but you still weren't in that place that night in, to, you know, have sex. Uh, they sh- they can't get mad at you for not, like they were like, I put the desire in and 100%. you didn't fulfill, right? They have to know that it's, it's not a guarantee because they were kind that day. That's so sad. I know, but it's kind of, I know, but it's it happens kind of like, a lot. He's like, I did this today. I did this. I did everything that you said and wanted. And now you don't want to do it. Like, and then he's like, well, I don't even know if I want to, if I'm going to do those nice things anymore. Yeah. I, I thank you for the extreme example, but that's like an emotional <laughs> childhood right there. Right. Of like, I did tokens to get the sex instead of I'm behaving in a way that shows love and connection and blah, blah, blah. And no is a complete sentence. And if somebody says no, it doesn't mean I don't love you and it doesn't mean hell yes tomorrow it just means no today but so many people don't talk about like when i say no it's not forever it's just i'm freaking exhausted and women need to know that their no means no 
because so many times for women, no means until you convince me, right? Because like we don't want to get in a disagreement and we don't want to get in an argument and we don't want this to be a power struggle. So we'll just say yes. But then like we feel bad because we're like, why don't we desire sex? And it's like, because it's that, right? It's like I said no and I didn't get listened to and it got coercion and blah, 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 which this happens all the time. Wow. And coercion looks like, I think, for women to hear this, because I think okay, two things I'm hearing. One, the way we've been taught about sex and relationships is that it's deserved. If you don't do it, you're problematic and you have a terrible marriage. And there's nothing that people have to do to show up in the marriage in order for the sex to be that good that the woman wants it because a man works differently and isn't really thinking about the way a woman works. The women have to think about the way they work so they can articulate, I need to be desired all day in this way. When you walk by, you touch my hand. When you walk by, you give me a spontaneous hug. Whatever it may be for that person, but they can't emotionally hijack you in order to get the sex because then that's just, you're just in this negative cycle of sex. Yeah. I mean, I think so many couples, she controls his emotions by having, by having like the key to the sex, right? Of like, well, I got to have sex with them because otherwise he'll be grumpy. Otherwise he'll mope. Otherwise, and that's emotional childhood, right? Of like, he can't deal with his own emotions and he's using sex as a way for him to be like, okay. Of like, no, no means no. She's an adult. She's choosing to be in this relationship. She could choose to not be in the relationship. Like, these are all choices, right? And it's like, I see that so much of like, I'm just going to do it so he doesn't mope and whine and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh my Lord, you guys are two adults and this is how you're behaving. And again, it's because we don't get taught, you know, how to talk about sex and that you uh, no means no. And like, you shouldn't be grumpy if somebody turns you down tonight. It's not an adult way to behave. How do you, how do you, is that behavior something they have to like, how, let's just say that is a situation or, you know, they're sensitive that like, you're not having sex all the time. So it's like, kind of like, it's not, it's not grown up communication. Where do we start? Because I, I think a lot of women are resonating right now with like, oh, we all know what he needs. Like they need, it's kind of a joke. Oh, would, he must need to get laid in order to feel better. Like what, what is that, that we can help as women? Because again, we're helping them with their emotions what's that conversation? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think all of this should be happy, like clothed on a walk when you're relaxed, when you're like in the personal growth sort of setting, not like in the middle of you saying no to somebody like, and you're a child. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're naked with a boner. Yeah, you're, you're a fucking child. You're a child. Like that's probably no. But uh, okay, so you're on a walk and you've like, maybe you've even prepped them like, hey, today on a walk, like I listened to this podcast and I want to tell you my feelings about what's happening in our relationship. Is that cool? Okay. So you've like, you set the stage. It's about you. You listen to a podcast and now you're like, when I say, when you ask for sex and I say no, and then you have to like try to you convince me. And then I say like, fine, I'm doing that because I really don't want you to feel bad. But I feel like my no doesn't mean no in those situations. Could you see how that's happening? Right. Of like, you're kind of describing it from like a neutral place and how it's making you feel so much better than like, when you say no, I have to do it anyways. And like, it's take the like shame and blame more of like curiosity. Like, can you see how I never actually get to say no? And like, I always feel guilty about that. And like observing it as a place to be like, 
When I say no on Tuesday nights, it's because Tuesday is like my longest day at work and I just had a meeting and like, I'm just, if you want me into sex, convincing me to have sex is not going to be me into sex. Are a lot of men afraid of rejection? Like 100%. So they don't want to, do they maybe not want to show affection all day because they're afraid or is it, is it being vulnerable for play all day? Like this whole effect, like what is this, um, vulnerability i'm just trying to understand because i don't know very many men in my in my head that i can think of that foreplay all that are like these men that we're talking about who can be vulnerable can show like you know be like hey how do i put it like can know what a woman wants yeah well i think at i mean asking right but even in asking you kind of admit you don't know Right. And like, what do we do to our men? They have to be experts. They can't show weakness. They can't be mm-hmm. afraid. Like they're socialized to like show that they know what they're doing, even if they don't. Right. And we all get socialized horribly, but that would be their crutch. And so it's like the other thing is love languages. Right. If you're like, I love being touched or he loves being touched. But you're like, no, like I love telling you I love you. Right. And kind of knowing what everybody needs and learning to speak that language because it's not easy for everybody to be like, oh, that's right. When I, when I buy her something, that's her love language. She wants, that's her token of like, she's being appreciated. The love languages book is so good for this. I know. I was just that, it would be so easy if that your love language was gifts. Like imagine you were like, oh, you love me so much. And all, you, all, all he had to give, someone only just had to buy me things. I know. Such, I know. <laughs> but you know, money. <laughs> no, I am. Um, you know, when we're talking about going on the walk and having that conversation, a lot of, I think a lot of women would be like, my husband would be like, so weirded out. He wouldn't want to talk about it. It would be like, so awkward. I don't want to do it. Should we give the men the benefit of the doubt that maybe they are interested in finding out what does make you happy? Totally. Because look what you're doing with that, right? You're failing ahead of time. And it's like, why are you choosing to fail ahead of time? Like, I'm going to choose to not have that conversation just in case it might go bad. Right. What if it goes awesome? What if you like figure out like he wants to try new things too and he doesn't like pressuring you, but he feels like that's the only way that he can have sex. And furthermore, for, for some men and women, sex is the way to show love. It is the way to show connection. Right. Wait, for for some people? Yeah. Not all people. Not all people. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to hear that right. But it's huge for like, I, and they're rejected from like the, their source of knowing that you love them is sex. Mm -hmm. But like, if you never, it's so interesting, right? Like how many people ask their significant other, like, what do you get out of sex? What's it mean to you? And it's going to be different answers for everybody. They've done research on this. There's like, they asked like these college students, the last time they had sex, what was the reason for it? It was like 250 different reasons. Okay, wait, before we ask you for some of them, we're going to take a quick break. And then I need to hear like, like the top three, just so we can have like an understanding. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. What are they? Like, okay. what are the top? What's good to know is what's not in the top three. What's not in the type top three is spontaneous desire to have sex. And I think so wow. many people, from college students. Yeah, and this was college students because they're college students are easy to research on because they're like a captive audience. So like lots of date, lots of sex data is from college students. Yes. But like, because so many women are like they they won't go have a great sex life because they're like I don't have spontaneous desire. And I'm like, it's not anywhere in like the top five of reasons people have sex, right? And so it's like to feel connection because it feels good, because it, like, it helps with stress, because it helps me sleep, because I want to feel close to somebody, you know, like, because I wanted to see them naked. Like there's all these different <laughs> oh, reasons. I like that one. <laughs> and it's like spontaneous desire. Like we, so many people are full stop of like, well, I'm not spontaneously desiring sex today. It's like, well, or course, you spontaneously desire when no one's there. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, this he, could be the moment. And then it's got, like, gone. I think, and do men spontaneously desire, what is, what's the key difference between, like, what's this gap between men and women? Like and, how a woman gets horny and how a man gets horny? Well, I just know that, how can a man at 10 o'clock just be okay if you, like, haven't really spoken and you're not connected roll over with a boner like what is that what is that that they can understand that we're not that because just right. before you answer and i know that you're a doctor and you're going to say something meaningful and like all that what i think to myself is you were just a simple person well they and have you a can literally clear your brain of everything yeah. and just get a boner and have sex a testosterone a 700 will do that to a person <laughs> So that's all. It really is that easy for mo, uh, not all men. Not for a all lot men. of men, they, there's no uh, like sex will just make it better. Yes, totally. And for women, we just get more resentful because we haven't had our other needs met. They're like yeah. sexually, we're we're just like we've taken care of you, but you've done nothing to take care of me emotionally. Yeah, totally. And and, and realizing like our brains are different. Like our hormones are, our profiles are way different and nothing's good or bad. It's just different. The problem is we made the male the default. We made the male the one that we're all supposed to strive to and to be like, no, what if that's not what exceptional is? What if that's just the way your body works? My body works like this. Let's learn more about my body so we can maximize it over here. Let's not ignore, ignore it, but realize like it's two different bodies, two different hormone profiles, two different stress yes. levels all in a house. We men and women come together end up having to be together god we would be able to please the, uh, the same know. sex so these the, I know. you know what these 
these younger generations are getting it right. Kelly, these gay people got it right. I think another question for you is um, a lot of men get hurt when you bring up a con. They get um, like angry when you're like, you know, they feel like they've done, they become a victim when you're like, this is what I, they're like, so I don't do anything right. You know, like that whole ego that I, so fine. What you're telling me is how do you get them to hear, hear you without you making them sensitive to rejection of like, yeah. you know, cause they want, they want to be desired, but it's almost like they want a prostitute who's like lies and is like, Oh, I love you, big daddy. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like your body so just gets hot. better with you age. You walk by me and I want to jump you. Like, so how do we teach, how, how do you have that? Like, I know we talked about desire, but it's like, I feel like a lot of people automatically get defensive in any conversation for anything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, you always start by saying everything they do. Right. Oh. And you might have to search, like maybe you're at the point where you got to search. <laughs> But it's like everybody loves hearing what they do right, right? Like we, we all get off on that. So it's like, even if it's like, man, your eyes are so blue. They're as blue as the day I met you. And I love looking wow. at your blue eyes. You know, like, you know, dig deep. But like you, there's available stuff there. But it's like do what's available and like do what's, you know, like I, when you pick up the kids, it shows me you care about our family and it really takes stress off of me. And I love that. Thank you. Right. Okay. It's like do focusing on the positive instead of like all the negative, because, you know, if you're just focusing on the negative all the time, are you being the person that people want to have sex with? Kelly, oh. I, I feel like the, every woman should send this to their partner if, it, if it's a man. And maybe what what needs to happen is the, the even a simple, you know, like if a man could hear kindness or you know helpfulness or you know a general sense of like happy to see that person or touch like just something outside of the monotony of like pick up drop off like how are you like I feel like a lot of relationships with children and a marriage get to a place of like business you're like a business partnership and men forget that you still have to almost date you're, yeah. you have to be the person you want to date, not even sleep I mean, with. I even find that too. And you know, sometimes they're like, oh, date nights, that not that important. I find when we do actually have date night, when we're out of the house and the kids aren't around, he's very open to all kinds of conversation. Like uh, unexpectedly, like it's like, we always have such great conversations on date night and it's like, feels like such a hassle to do, but it's a time where I feel like he's the least like defensive or distracted. Right, right. Yeah, totally. And it's like, you know, what we pay, what we prioritize grows and what we practice grows. And Mm. it's all of that. It's like the little, and it's like, you know, the mundane life stuff is like, if you can find joy in that, gratitude in that, thanks in that, like there's always practice and work we can do to even make the mundane be appreciated. And I think that's the other thing is that men think you, I could be generalizing that you had, there's all of a sudden, like, because there's no time, they, they can't practice this, um, this, this intimacy and gratitude. Like they can't, you know, because you've got lots of children and you're traveling, you're doing things. They can't actually, there's like, well, you're never here. There's no time or you're always doing this, but it's, I think it's not big moments. It's like you just said, little moments of, 
like literally a smile when you like little things is all that add up to big, big picture things. Yeah. And I think, you know, that would be my worst fear. If somebody's like foreplay all day, what do you think? I don't work and have kids, right? Of like, it's this big life change of like, no, it's like sharing a joke, like share a funny meme together, like connect through the day. And like that adds up over the course of a lifetime. Okay. And not doing it adds up over the course of a lifetime. Yes. Yes. Wow. If there was like, I know this, this might not be an answerable question, but like three or five things apart, if we were to send this to our, our, every partner in the podcast world, what would, what would something a man could tangibly do? And I say man, because, uh, us women, I feel like operate a little bit differently than men physiologically is what we're saying. Um, what is something they could maybe implement that maybe they don't want to hear from their partner, but they can hear from a doctor? Yeah. To, well, for intimacy the, all day. One of the big reasons for low desire in women is unequal work distribution within the relationship. And what that is, is she's really taking on more of the mental load and physical load of stuff that's going on. And for him to pay attention to that and realize that's actually correlated to a woman with low sexual desire. And oh. like, What's my role in this household? Are we as equal as we can be? Do we need to talk about this? What can I take off of her plate? So I'd be like, know that that is one of the reasons that women have low desire. Another reason is she wants to be desired, like as a person, Mm. not just her boobs, not just her vagina, but like her as a person. I'm desired. I'm loved. I'm worthy. I choose. Oh, that's such a big one. So sexy. That's such a big one. Number Yes. So what could they say? Like something about her as a person. I love you in my life. I pick you today. I picked you every day. I'm here. Oh, Kelly, I, I want to go sleep with you now. I know. <laughs> it's like, That's- it doesn't does not take very long. It's just a different way of thinking about life, right? Instead of like looking at all the bad and the heavy of like, t- today I showed up and I'm in this relationship. What am I going to do today about it? Yeah, That's all, two it's all is there another one? I love I think- hearing these. Number three, I would say, is that women aren't light switches. Like, we can't go from, like, laundry to wet vagina. Like, we really do need to go from, like, stress cortisol to, like, there's this transition part, right? We got to get into our bodies and get the stress out and get rid of the day. And whether that's, like, a cup of tea or 20 minutes of yoga or just, like, I'm going to go into my bedroom with my vibrator for five minutes, meet me there. Like, I got to get warmed up by myself, whatever it is, because it's different for everybody. But for men to understand that's how women work, you can't just go from like, kids are down, want to have sex. It's too fast to like, of how our bodies. I like that. I like that. That's fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just like, it's it's, it's just you. No, it's a fact. Fact. And no is a full sentence. I love that for so many things in life. That's number four. I love (laughs) that. Maybe that's number one. (laughs) <laughs> and, and no is not, no is not, I don't love you. And no is not, I don't think you're sexy or hot. Just no is I, I, this is an I statement. I can't do this right now because I am overwhelmed or tired. Not because of you. This is not about you. This is about I. Yeah. And a woman whose boundaries are respected is going to be in a, such a better place than a woman mm-hmm. who's like, oh, I'm going to have this fight again about me saying no until I have sex again. Like sex is not enjoyable for that woman because it's that struggle and it's her giving in and her not having boundaries. But I love the sentence. I love you and no. And yeah. Like, that's good for kids, too. I love yeah. you and no. No, I know. I, was, I just yes, that's so good. So good for so many things in life. So many good for so many things. Mom. Oh my gosh. 
Kelly, this is so insightful. It's just, it's, uh, we do find, you know, we find the relationship between a man and a woman and sex and foreplay and all that. Kat and I find it very complicated and hearing your professional perspective and giving us tips on how we can actually like do something like today or at least help communicate and educate with our partners is really, really helpful. You have a new book out. I have a new what book out. Called? You are not broken. Stop shooting all over your sex life. Thank you. Get Thank rid of you all for writing shoulds. that book. Thank yeah. you. And I, I think that if you could do something to help yourself, even if your spouse isn't or partner isn't willing to listen, you know, share this podcast with them mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that is that is not you. This is a universal problem. This is not just a you problem. And this is a problem so many women are dealing with, especially ones who grew up where sex was not talked about and where sex was something that was just a marital right or something you did. So I think as the younger generation, I think is learning differently. I hope, but I feel like we are as married women. It's just kind of, that's just, you're not normal if you don't. So listen to Kelly everywhere you can find her and, Maybe this is the first step to taking back desire in your relationship. And maybe this will change. God, if we can change, like maybe men are going to change because of this podcast. And you're so lucky to every man who changes because of this. You're about to get a lot more lucky. A lot <laughs> yeah. more wet dicks out there. Oh, dear. Totally. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. thank you. Thank oh, you thank again, you. Kelly. You're so welcome. Happy to happy to spend time with you guys. Okay. No, you it fueled we'll my fire, Kelly. I'm, you're so important in my life. Thank you for being oh, here. Thank you, guys. It means a lot. Happy. <laughs> oh, Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.